0: Hi, friends. Welcome to the Relationship 411 podcast. I'm Jennifer, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids, a podcaster, world traveler, Netflix watcher, yoga doer, fashion merchandiser, and an Instagrammer. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly your relationship with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you in this journey we call life. Hey, friends, welcome to today's podcast. This month, I've been focusing on a few different things, but I really wanted to kind of focus on confidence and today, especially self confidence. And it's interesting because if you've ever been betrayed, it's really hard to have self confidence uh, in that, even though we know that it's not about you, it is about um, the other person, the betrayer, but that is really hard to believe especially when you're in the thick of it so coming from that it was interesting several years ago when my husband had moved out and i was in therapy talking to my therapist and i'm like i just had no self confidence like i had no confidence period and i was thinking i almost believed that i didn't even it wasn't possible for me to have confidence i was in such a low point in my life but and i was asking him how am i going to go to how am i getting self confidence like is there a class i take um where do i learn this and he gave me you know some thoughts and stuff and it was almost at that point i felt like it was a very low point for me that i was like i'm going to figure this out like this isn't who i am i had had confidence many times in my life like i i was a confident person before i got married in high school Like I'd always felt like I had, I knew my value, my self-worth, but at this point I didn't. And so I just started researching and paying attention to other people who I felt had confidence. And really, this is how I found life coaching. I started listening to podcasts and um, learned different things. And it resonated so much to me that I was like, I'm going to become a life coach And I'm going to help other women. Not that I only focus on self-confidence, but that's definitely a space that if you work with me, that we are going to work on your confidence. Because in betrayal, your confidence is usually so depleted that in order to even try to save your marriage and work on your relationships with other people, you have to start with your relationship with yourself. And so... I think it's it's really the first thing you need to do in your life if you find yourself that you don't have your self-confidence is struggling or having, you know, you're having a difficult time. And the definition of self-confidence is being secure in yourself and your abilities. It's your ability to trust yourself, knowing that you can experience any emotion without being harmed. And I think especially in betrayal Trusting yourself becomes almost impossible because you almost put all your hope that you can trust the other person to make you feel better and do all that um, to give you the confidence that you can trust them. But really, it's the opposite. You have to learn to trust yourself. And as you trust yourself, you're definitely going to become more confident and realize you're going to have negative emotion and that's okay. Okay. If you can create the ability of trusting yourself, you build more confidence in yourself. And the thing is, when you tell yourself like, I'm going to wake up at eight o'clock. And you do wake up at eight o'clock, that starts building your confidence. But when you push snooze 10 times and don't get out of bed until nine, that can really hurt your confidence. And you don't you have to trust yourself like I'm gonna do what I say and start off with little things. But as you do the little things and are become confident in that, like you can follow through with, with yourself and you're going to keep your commitments to yourself because I guarantee you're going to keep your commitments to other people and stop keeping the commitments to yourself. But it's most important to keep the commitments to yourself first. If you have to let someone else down in order to keep your commitment that you made to yourself, that is a much better option. The ability to trust yourself starts from consistent follow-through on your word to yourself, so make sure you pay attention to that. What are you following through? What are you doing? Um, The ability to feel your emotions is so important, so pay attention to what your emotions are. When you know that you can experience any emotion, you're going to become so much more confident because you're not going to try to avoid different emotions and put yourself in those more difficult things. When you can have a bring it on attitude, you're going to be so much more confident. Your opinion of yourself matters. What you think about yourself is what generates your confidence or depletes your confidence. So pay attention to your self-talk. And when you notice yourself going negative, try to think, okay, what what is really true here? And try to give yourself like, no, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing a great job. I think sometimes we need to, um, you have to manage your brain. And so when you go to negativity, try to also say a few things that are positive. Confidence is a feeling. So how can you feel confident? What are you thinking to feel confident? It was interesting. I was in the grocery store this week. My kids' Two of my kids got their wisdom teeth out, and I realized very quickly that I was not prepared for them to have their wisdom teeth out as far as food went in our house, because they could only eat, like, pudding and applesauce, and nothing sounded good, and smoothies. Anyways, so I was like, okay, I've got to go to the grocery store, and that in and of itself— got me irritated and frustrated because I'm like, I'm a single mom, I have to leave my kids. Granted, they're old enough, but I was worried, you know, they're in pain and their mouths are bleeding and they're numb and they were whiny, um, which is totally okay that they were doing all those things. They were actually really great. But at that moment when they realized, like, we can't eat anything, So as I'm in the grocery store pushing the cart, finding all the things that they wanted that sounded good to them, I was feeling very overwhelmed and frustrated and thinking like, oh my gosh, like I have a lot going on this week. And I just wanted to kind of give up right at that moment. But then I stopped myself, took a few deep breaths and realized, no, I got this. I can totally do this. I was made for this. And I just, like, started telling myself these thoughts, and I immediately went from feeling overwhelmed, I can't do this, woe is me, feeling sorry for myself. I was, like, confident, determined. um, I knew I was capable. And it just was that literally, like, few seconds of me shifting because, and the reason I could do that is because I was exactly, I was totally aware of what I was thinking and feeling and realized, like, wait, I don't have to think and feel this way. What could I be thinking and feeling instead? And I was like, I'm not going to let my thoughts control how I'm feeling and thinking. And, anyways, my blood pressure totally went down. I could breathe. I. Quickly grabbed all the things, got home. Everything was fine. The kids were fine. And it just proved to me that when I start going negative and thinking those negative thoughts, what that path took me down and how I always want to try to show up in a more confident, capable way. And sometimes people think like, oh, if you're confident, you're arrogant. And that's not true at all. Arrogance is thinking you're better than someone else and then trying to prove it. And we all know those people, right? So pay attention to when you're overly confident in something. Why are you doing that? Are you trying to show someone that you're a better mom, a better cook, a better business person, whatever? Um, What is your motivation behind it? Arrogance actually comes from a place of creating false self-confidence by trying to put others down. And I'm sure we've all met people like this, that it's like they have to put you down to make them feel better. And no one wants to be around someone like that. And it can get difficult. And so make sure you're paying attention to who you're surrounding yourself with. And I know that's hard if that's a family member, but really trying to redirect them or just say, when they start being like that, arrogant, you're going to leave the room and you're not going to listen to them. Um, so arrogance really comes from a lack of self-confidence, especially when people, you can notice this when they criticize. And usually when someone is a critical person, they're just projecting how they feel onto you. And instead of them internalizing it, they're trying to make you think it's your problem. Most people don't have confidence. I think it's interesting because I think people, we think, You're either born with confidence or you're not. And that's absolutely not true. Every person can have confidence and self-confidence. Most people, you're not inherently a confident person. And I think it's interesting because we always view, like, if you're learning how to ski or do something new, then you're not going to be very good at it. Well, you're not going to become good at it unless you fail and try and do better. You're going to fall You have to get up and keep trying in order to be good at it. And eventually, you're going to be super confident. Most people aren't automatically good at something. And it's interesting because, like, um, we all, well, not everyone can walk. But walking, you learn that as a baby, right? Most of us are pretty confident that we know how to walk. But when we were little and learning how to walk, we just forgot that, right? We forgot that we fell down a million times. But now it's super easy. We just walk, and we don't even think about it. A movie I was thinking about that displayed a lot of self-confidence, and if you haven't seen it, it's a must-watch in my opinion, but it was King Richard, and it was Venus and Serena Williams' father. And it was just so interesting because as I was thinking about this movie, he just decided ahead of time that his girls were going to be good tennis players, and they were going to be amazing tennis players. And as you watch that movie, he was totally confident in himself and his abilities as well as his daughter's abilities. But it wasn't like they never practiced. Oh, no, they practiced for hours and hours. And he put his daughters in spots and positions even against their coaches, what they said, what they thought were best, like the best coaches in the world. He was confident that he knew what was best for his daughter's. And in that movie, it shows over and over again, he was totally on track. He knew exactly what was best for his daughters. And I just think it's interesting because he was an African-American man. There would never been any African-American tennis players, I don't think, to that point. So anyways, you can decide ahead of time. That you can be good at something and practice and practice and practice. And you might not be the best like they were in the world, but you can still be the best for yourself. And I think, interestingly, confidence, if you put confidence on a scale, it's in the middle. And fear lives on both sides of that. So a lot of times we let fear replace our confidence. And because we're afraid to do something and try and mess up, we don't even try. We let the fear take over. So really pay attention that when you're feeling fear, that's actually a good thing, and that's going to lead you to confidence. So self-confidence is a state of being. Sometimes we have thoughts that do not help us become confident, like failure is weakness. I don't know how. The less risk I take, the better. Confidence is something you either have or you don't. I'm a victim and damaged. Confident people are comfortable and don't feel afraid. None of those statements or thoughts are true. A self-confident person is not bossy or controlling or a know-it-all. A self-confident person um, has no problem admitting when they don't know something or don't have the answer or they're okay to fail. When you become more self-confident, you set more goals, you take more action. You talk to more people. You take more risks. You're going to achieve a lot more, and you're going to live into your future self. Self Self-confidence is practiced, and it's a self-belief. You have to be certain about yourself and how amazing you are. When you are self-confident, you have an energy of abundance, and you will feel more attractive and create attraction. And it's interesting, as I myself have gone on this confidence journey and different things that I thought I could never do. And one of them is doing this podcast and watching myself and hearing myself from the beginning to now, it's really, I can just see my confidence growing. And, you know, a few weeks ago, I did a podcast that I had spoken in church. And even that, the ability to public speak, I'm so much more confident. Of course, it's easy to be confident in things that you like. I love um, clothes and anything about fashion. And so when I'm at work helping other women find clothes that fit them or that they like, I'm very confident that I can do that. However, it's interesting when you're, you're helping a customer, you can tell immediately, are they confident or not? And a lot of women are not confident, especially when it comes to fashion But I love those that are at least open to it because you give them something and they're like, oh, I don't see myself ever wearing something like that. And then they try it on and then they feel amazing. And it's just so interesting if you can focus on being more open. When someone pushes you a little bit out of your comfort zone, the confidence can grow so much better. And I think what prevents us from confidence is not even trying. It's like we're so worried we're going to fail that we decide we're not even going to try. And we all know that doesn't get us anywhere. One other thing um, that I've been thinking about is with selling. I've been selling my house. And it's so interesting because, of course, the market... You know, there's lots of things saying like houses aren't selling as fast. They're not selling in a day like they used to. They're not getting multiple offers. And all those things might be true. And the interest rates are going up. So no one's going to want to buy a house. So selling your house right now is hard. But I decided ahead of time that I'm not going to believe any of that. And I just needed one person to buy my house. And I was going to find that one person. And I had several people give me very low offers on my house, and I think if I was coming from a desperate, non-confident position, I might have taken some of those offers, but I was like, you know what, I'm very confident in what my value of my house is, and I'm going to wait for that perfect person. I'm not going to give in to all the people saying, no one's going to buy your house, it's too expensive. People don't have the money for that house right now, all those things. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stay the course. And you know what? I sold my house. And it was just such a good lesson for me to not pay attention to those people that didn't think it was possible because I already knew ahead of time that it was possible. So to increase your self-confidence, you have to really pay attention to your thoughts and what are you thinking Are you doing those things? Remember, you're human. You have programming that has taught you different things in your life and your beliefs that you have. But you can change those. You can become something different and you can become confident. An exercise I like to help women do is to give them a dare of the day and do something that is out of their comfort zone and try to, you know, maybe it's speaking to five people or... Just doing anything, trying something new or um, doing something so that you can start building your confidence and you can just start with something small, something that feels scary. Um, A belief that you can think when you want to be more self-confident is what others think about me is 100% about them. Stop focusing on what other people are going to say and do what feels good and right to you. I was made for this. I love that thought. I think that often that I was made for this. Um, I have my own back. I am totally capable. My potential is limitless. The last thing I wanted to share with this story, and I have shared this before, but I'm doing this event and it actually starts today. So I'll have, when you're listening to this, I'll have already done it. And I'm sure I'll do a podcast about it because hopefully I'm going to learn a lot. But I signed up for this event called Everestine 29029. And what it is, is you go to Snow Basin and you climb up, you hike, climb, you hike. You hike up the mountain and it's like 2.3 miles and it, you hike up 13 times, which is the equivalent of Mount Everest, the amount of feet, which is 29029. And you have 36 hours to complete it. And why I was so fascinated to do this, um, I've been thinking about it for several years. I wanted to do it when I turned 50, but the pandemic was still going on. It just wasn't working out. And so Kevin and I originally decided to do this um, for his 50th birthday. But I, I just thought it would be such a great challenge and a confidence booster, a way for me to get very out of my comfort zone, to do something that seemed very difficult to me. And It's been interesting as I've been planning for a year to do this, and I've felt my confidence in so many areas of my life grow because I was willing to step out and sign up for something that seemed very hard. And I think my experience is going to be a lot different than the experience I planned because I will be doing this solo. There are 275 other people that will be there. So I won't be alone. I just won't be with my former spouse because he's chosen not to do it. But I think I've learned already so many lessons just by signing up for something. And to actually do the event, I think, is like the cherry on top. And I don't know if I'm going to complete it, um, the actual amount of times you're supposed to. But for me, it's already a win that I'm actually going to go and at least try. So I don't view it as a failure. If I don't hike up 13 times, I already feel like it's been very successful in helping me build my confidence in doing things that aren't easy, that are hard, that I view as hard. So I think paying attention to finding evidence for things you've done in your past, if you're feeling low self-confidence now, think of things that were hard or difficult that you had confidence and try to focus and build on those. Self-confidence is something that we're not born with. We have to develop and it's going to help you in your life so much, and especially when you're going through difficult times. It's so important. So final tips to becoming more self-confident. Stand tall and open your heart. Dress up and own it. Own your truth. Own who you are. Pay attention to what you're wearing, what you look like, how you present yourself. Smile. Speak confidently. Talk about your future and your goals. Read and listen to things that are positive. Um, Take all the negative out of your life if possible. Focus on what makes you happy and become that person. And I Don't necessarily always believe, fake it till you make it. But I think when it comes to confidence, you really kind of have to. And you really, especially with different things, like just think confident thoughts. Think you can totally do this. I was made for this. Pay attention to compliments and complimenting other people. Look, Search outside yourself to help other people so that you become more confident. And I promise that it is possible to have more self-confidence. If you're liking listening to my podcast, I'd love for you to share it with your family and friends as well as leave a review. And don't forget, I'm going to send you a $5 gift card if you do that. And if you do leave me a review, make sure to email me, Jennifer at Relationship411podcast.com so I can get that gift card sent to you. If you want more relationship tips, email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com so you can get on my email list. And also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at relationship411podcast. I promise to give you the 411 about relationships so you don't have to call 911 for yours.